for a single soul. Reaching a further and stepping in closer. Hi, welcome to Living Life. I'm so glad that you can join us, and I hope that today's word will bring light into this dark world that we live in. Uh, you know, if you live in a country that celebrates uh, Independence Day, you know that it's a very big deal, and a lot of people gather together, and it's very festive. And if you are a history, uh, if you know the history of of America, uh, you'll know that July 4th is Independence Day. And that's a day where they uh, are reminded of how they were uh, broken free and independent from British rule. And during that time, there was a phrase that was brought up, and it still is famous today. And it talks about life, liberty, and the pursuit of happiness. And we're very familiar with that if you grew up uh, in, in America. And in the same way, uh, Jesus here gives a sermon on the mount, and as he's presenting this, as he's teaching the people, he's giving them a very important lessons on what it means to be a citizen of heaven. And these are things that we have to uh, live by daily. And uh, he's emphasizing this, and he's implanting this uh, upon their lives as followers of Christ, that they will live this out uh, as they walk with God and know him more. And that's what we'll be looking at in in the text here in Matthew chapter 5. Matthew chapter 5, verses 1 through 16. Now when Jesus saw the crowds, he went up on a mountainside and sat down. His disciples came to him, and he began to teach them. He said, Blessed are the poor in spirit, for theirs is the kingdom of heaven. Blessed are those who mourn, for they will be comforted. Blessed are the meek, for they will inherit the earth. Blessed are those who hunger and thirst for righteousness, for they will be filled. Blessed are the merciful, for they will be shown mercy. Blessed are the pure in heart, for they will see God. Blessed are the peacemakers, for they will be called children of God. Blessed are those who are persecuted because of righteousness, for theirs is the kingdom of heaven. Blessed are you when people insult you, persecute you, and falsely say all kinds of evil against you because of me. Rejoice and be glad, because great is your reward in heaven, for in the same way they persecuted the prophets who were before you. You are the salt of the earth, but if the salt loses its saltiness, how can it be made salty again? It is no longer good for anything except to be thrown out and trampled underfoot. You are the light of the world. A town built on a hill cannot be hidden. Neither do people light a lamp and put it under a bowl. Instead, they put it on its stand and it gives light to everyone in the house. In the same way, let your light shine before others, that they may see your good deeds and glorify your Father in heaven.
Uh, Matthew chapter 5 is a very important chapter, and it's one that's filled with a lot of depth and a lot of meaning. And so I want to encourage you that when you read this passage, as you go over it, that you don't just quickly dismiss it because you're familiar with it or because it looks repetitive, but rather I want you to sit upon each verse and let it dig into your lives. And I just don't feel like there's justice uh, for us to talk about this in just a short period of time. Uh, you can go for weeks and months just looking and dissecting and gleaning uh, so much truth and information on the sermon uh, that Jesus gives. And what he wants to point out is our attitude as kingdom citizens and how we need to be living our lives uh, here while we're here on earth. And as we look at this text, uh, he gives all different kinds. And he begins by saying, blessed are the poor in spirit. And you know, many of us have heard this expression, but have we taken the time to really consider what it means to be poor in spirit? Um, Jesus here is not saying that uh, we should be without value or that we should be dismissed or insignificant. Uh, but what he's trying to address here is that we have, uh, we have no spiritual asset when we come before God that we are spiritually bankrupt uh, before God Almighty, that we have nothing to offer Him uh, because we have nothing that is good or perfect in the eyes of God. Uh, and when you walk around, if you've seen people who are extremely poor, uh, you may have seen uh, people begging for money or begging for food, and you know that they beg so that they can get whatever they can, whatever means possible. If it's just a coin or if it's something to eat, you know that they will go through extremes just to get it. And this is the kind of attitude we ought to have when we come before God, when we understand and realize that we are beggars in the presence of God, then we should be begging and asking God to give to us His Spirit and His uh, his soul into our lives. Uh, and I believe that's the reason why this is the very first thing uh, that Jesus addresses here. Because when we have this kind of attitude, it brings about humility uh, in our spirits. And we seek God, and it puts the other following commands into perspective. Uh, and then he goes and talks about, blessed are those who mourn. And as we look at this, uh, you know, people, when we look around the world, uh, people are mourning for different reasons. And uh, especially now, when with the virus that's been going around, uh, people who have lost loved ones or friends suffering this loss, and people who are crying out to God and questioning, why is all this happening? Uh, in the midst of this, we have to realize that God is bringing comfort uh, to those who look to Him and ask God, and God will answer in a way that will encourage us to comfort us in our, in our pain. Uh, and then he talks about blessed are the meek. And many times we associate that word meek as being someone who is passive or someone uh, who gets easily pushed around. But that's not the image that he's trying to convey here. But rather it's a person who has strength, but it's under control. Uh, like if you've seen a lion at a circus and they're trained to do different uh, different tricks, 
But if you were to release them, uh, they, you would see how much power they have and what they can do to others if they can be considered very dangerous. And then uh, he talks about, blessed are those who hunger and thirst uh, for righteousness. And, you know, when we are hungry for food, uh, next time I want you to think, are you just as hungry uh, for God's word? Uh, may we have a similar uh, attitude in terms of how we approach God, that just as much as you're looking for food and wanting to eat, to quench uh, your, your pain, hunger pains and your thirst pains, may that also translate uh, to how we view things spiritually. And he talks about blessed are the merciful. And the only way we can be merciful is if we've experienced mercy from God. And when we've learned to be forgiven for our sins, uh, we can learn to be merciful to those uh, who may have harmed us as well. And he talks about blessed are the pure in spirit. And this is an image of someone who has an, a single and undivided heart and commitment to God. And then blessed are the peacemakers. And uh, he's not talking about living in peace, but people who actually bring peace through the gospel. And we know that there is so much power and so much that can happen well, when the, the gospel is heard and accepted into a person's life. And he talks about blessed are the persecuted and those who speak uh, badly of those who are, who are followers of Christ. Uh, now, at that time, there are many who, who are trying to follow God. And by doing so, uh, they face a, a lot of resistance and some may be even put in jail and prison or some have lost their lives. But this is encouraging to us to know that God looks out for this people and for his children. And through it all, God wants us to display all these things so that we can bring glory to God, so that we can be salt and light to this earth. You know, during these times, it's very easy for us to be unmotivated to grow or to seek God in our faith. But I'm glad that you're here and that you joined us and that God has brought you here for a reason. And this chapter, as we look at it, has so much for us to glean, so much that we can be encouraged by and challenging us so that we can live lives that can really honor and that we can go against what the world is teaching us and showing us during this time. And I hope and pray that you will take these words to heart, that you will take the time to study and look at each verse, dissecting it and applying it to your life. And I know that there's many areas that we are can struggle with, but God is giving us hope, and He is our living hope for today. Let's be encouraged, and let's continue uh, to press on in, in our walk with God and not be discouraged, but see uh, the silver lining in all of this. Um, so let us pray for that. Father, we thank you for your word, and we thank you that it still brings truth in today's age. And I pray that as you challenge us with these words, uh, I, I pray that we would try to make the necessary changes in our lives uh, so that we can represent you, uh, Father, to this world. And Lord, we don't know when you will return, but when you do, I pray that we will be found faithful and that we will be committed uh, to serving you and to serving others. 
Uh, thank you for these precious words. And in Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Sing your soul, let your heart go and stepping in closer. See you.